The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. Today, we are going to zoom in to the story of Naomi and Ruth. And we learn from the word of God and see from the word of God that we are made for more. We are made for more. And how to walk in, in it and how to walk in it. It's, it's big. Ruth chapter 1. Ruth chapter 1. Talking about Naomi from verse 7. And um, it's our two daughters-in-law. Ruth 1, 7. From verse 7 I read. It says, with our two daughters-in-law, she set out from the place where she had been living, and they took the road. Everybody said they took the road. I mean, it's big. They were on a journey. They were on a journey that would lead them back to Judah. So they took the road that would lead them back to Judah. But on the way, Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law, Go back to your mother's homes and may the Lord reward you for your kindness to your husbands and to me. May the Lord bless you with the security of another marriage. So Naomi was like, guys, I release you, I bless you, I give you my blessings, you can go. You guys have done well. You stood with your husbands. And even after the, your husbands um, passed on, you stood with me. Then she kissed them goodbye. Everybody say kissed. Say kissed. She kissed them goodbye. And they all broke down and wept. No, they said, we want to go with you to your people. But Naomi replied, why should you go with me? Can I still give birth to another, to other sons who could grow up to be your husband? No, my daughters, return to your parents' homes, for I am too old to marry again. And even if it were possible, and I were to get married tonight and bear sons, then what? Would you wait for them to grow up and refuse to marry someone else? No, of course not, my daughters. Things are far more bitter for me than for you. And again, they wept together and offer, kissed a mother-in-law goodbye. But Ruth, everyone say, but Ruth. But Ruth clung tightly to Naomi. Look, Naomi said to her, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. You should do the same. But Ruth replied, 
Don't ask me to leave you or turn back. Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you leave, I will leave. Your people will be my people. And your God will be my God. Wherever you die, I will die. as ah, big. And there will I be buried. May the Lord punish me severely if I allow anything but death to separate us. When Naomi saw that Ruth was determined to go with her, she said nothing more. Hmm. Amazing. So we see in this story, three people were on a journey. They were on a journey to Judah. They were on a journey back to Judah, the Bible says. They were on a journey, if you will, to more. They were on a journey to more because God had blessed his people. God had remembered his covenant and his people were in abundance. So these three people were on a journey to more. But only two people out of the three made it back to more. Significantly, you could say. Because one person was already covenanted to more, who is sweetness, Naomi. So two people started on a journey to more. Two of them were desirous for more. You could say two of them had a sense that they were made for more. But one person, one person made it to more and the other person did not. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that you will make it to more. I pray that in the journey of life, in your journey to greatness, that you will make it to that destination in the name of Jesus. When we look at life, look at the different situations, we will see that that's how it is really. We have those, everybody sets out on that journey. Everybody sets out on the journey to more. A group of people make it. A group of people do not make it. A group of people get to their destination. A group of people do not get to their destination. And this is a message that I want you to open your heart and listen to what God is saying to you. This kind of message, you can be tempted to be saying, I hope my neighbor is in church. I hope that brother is in church. Oh, this word is so good. I hope that sister is hearing. In fact, you can be turning your head and be saying, uh, you won't you know, do that, right? But you are really checking them. I hope they are, they are listening. It could be your, your brother. It could be your friend. And you're like, hmm, I hope they are listening to what pastor is teaching today. I'm meant to say, no, no, it's not for your brother. It's not your friend. It's for you. <laughs> And you may think that, oh, it's for my spouse, you know. And 
you hope he or she is listening. No. It may be for them, but you see, this one you are hearing is for you. It's for you and for you. So, listen. In the journey of life, I'm praying that you will make it in the name of Jesus. In the journey to more, I'm praying that you will arrive at that place of abundance in the name of Jesus. In the journey to surplus, to excess, I'm praying that you will arrive at your destination in the name of Jesus. So we see two categories of people in this passage of scripture. We see who has been, the group that has been called the kissers. Everybody say the kissers. And we see the cleavers. Everybody say the cleavers. So the, the question is, who are the kissers? Who are the cleavers? The kissers are those that when they get the opportunity and the numbers add up, they will kiss you goodbye. They will kiss the situation, the journey that they are on goodbye. They will kiss that journey to their destiny goodbye. But in the immediate evaluation, they are making the best decision for themselves. Cleavers, on the other hand, are those that will receive a kiss but will hang on on the path to more. They will remain on that path to greatness. They will remain on that path to more. Kissers and cleavers. Are you a kisser or are you a cleaver? Now, just to put it out there, kissers are not betrayers. Kissers are not betrayers at all. In fact, kissers are actually not fair-weather friends. Kissers actually go beyond, I mean, they, they, are, they, are, they, are, they are better, if you will, than betrayers. Because kissers will stick with you beyond, they will not even betray you. Kissers will also stick beyond the fair-weather. So kissers are not even fair-weather friends. They are, they, are, they are better than fair-weather friends. And this is where it's, it's, you need to get it right. You need to understand, have I been a kisser or am I a cleaver? In this situation, is this, am I discerning kissers properly? Because kissers, it's easy if, if, if you have people that, that are in your life or in your situation or on the journey and they betray you, that's clear. I mean, those ones, you know, they're like the Judases of this world, of this world. Those are not kisses. We also have those that will not betray you, but, you know, when, when the wind of the sail changes they, or the weather changes, they will abandon you and they will go. Those are fair weather friends. Those are not even kissers. Kissers will stick with you beyond the fair weather. The case of Ofra, this woman, she stuck with Naomi. As her husband died, she stuck with her. Her, hus her husband, that is the lady's husband, Naomi's son, who she was married to, passed on and died. Guess what? She still stuck with Naomi. I mean, that is commendable. That is extremely commendable. And 
to think that such a person still will not make it to the promised land, to the land of more, is scary. It's scary in the sense that you need to check, am I a kisser or am I a cleaver? She was not a betrayer. She was not a Judas. She was not even a fair-weather friend. She, was, she, she, she went beyond the place where of death. Death has done them path, but she still stood with her mother-in-law. Not only did she just stand with her mother-in-law, she embarked on a journey. She embarked on a journey with her mother-in-law. Which means, you know, and she, she was way beyond fair weather. But kissers, when they are persuaded enough, they will turn their back. When they do the math, when they open the spreadsheet and they check the numbers, they say, I've tried for this man. I've tried for this woman. You know, I've tried. Let me, you know, <laughs> you know, kiss goodbye. Cleavers, on, on the other hand, obviously are beyond betrayers. They are beyond um, um, fair-weather friends. They are beyond kissers. They stick to the journey to the end. I pray that the God of heaven will find you worthy and you will stick to your journey till the end. In the name of Jesus Ah, both kisses, and this is, this is big, I mentioned it earlier, but I want to highlight it again. And the fact is that both kisses and cleavers have good intentions. And you need to get that. Both kisses and cleavers have good intentions. In other words, you can set up on the right path with the good intention and still not get to the destination. I pray for you that you will get to your destination, that great place that God has for you. In the name of Jesus, kiss us, good intention. Cleavers, good intention. But guess what? Good intentions are not enough for you to get to that place that God has for you. Good intentions are not enough. Verse 9, verse 9 of, of that passage of scripture. It says, they all, 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 which means the, 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 the grandmother, if you will, or the, the elderly lady, Naomi, the two young ladies, they all broke down and wept. And it was a crocodile tears. Kisses don't have crocodile tears. We have betrayers that have crocodile tears. We have fair-weather friends that have crocodile tears. Kissers don't have crocodile tears. Cleavers, obviously, do not have crocodile tears. They all broke down and wept. No, the younger lady said, we want to go with you to your people. We are committed to this journey. We are committed to this greatness. We are committed to that Destiny, that large place that God has for us. We want to go with you. But cleavers go beyond the kiss 
hallelujah, into the mix. Cleavers go beyond the kiss. Kissers do not go beyond the kiss. The kiss represents so many things. The kiss represents that moment when you are given permission. You are given the blessing. You are given the prayers. You are given the love and the affection. And you are released. That moment where the logical thing to do is to turn your back and go. To abandon that journey. Why? Because you have tried. I mean, you give yourself a pat on the back. I say, come on, come on. You, you've done well. Look at, you're not a betrayer. Oh, you're not even a friend with a friend. You, you, stuck, you, stuck, you stuck through it. But cleavers go beyond the keys into the mix, into the mix of their destiny, into all that God has for them. Cleavers get into that mix. They get into the mix. They get into the mix. You know, I was reading Matthew. I was reading Matthew chapter 1. I was just reading, you know, and Abraham begat Isaac. And Isaac begat Jacob. And Jacob begat Judah. He didn't say Reuben. He didn't say, you know, Joseph. But that's not where I'm going. He got to a place and he talked about Boaz. And he, he, the others, he didn't talk about who the wives were. He didn't talk about who the, the mothers were. He got to Boaz and he says, the one that married Ruth. Ruth. God needed to put that note there. That it's, this Ruth is not the ordinary person. This Ruth is the person that, in fact, I'm, I'm going to, as God permits, do a teaching on those three ladies, three or four ladies in the genealogy of Christ that moved into significance, that God had to append their names and say, mm, this lady, we need to put her name there. Ruth. God made room for more, for, Ru for, for Ruth, even in the lineage of Jesus. I pray that you will have eternal significance in the mighty name of Jesus. Cleavers get into the mix of eternal significance. Cleavers get into the mix of eternal significance. While we explained that kisses are not betrayers, kisses definitely are not fair with our friends. You have to give it to them. They go beyond even death. They commit, they even embark on that journey with the Naomi's of this world, with the, with the sweetnesses of this world. However, in the final analysis, if you analyze it to the left, to the right, to the center, kisses are in there 
for what they can get. Kisses are on that journey for what will benefit them. When push comes to shove, kisses will kiss you and leave. We kiss the situation and go. If they evaluate that this is not working in my favor, kisses. And that's, that's, that's in fact, the, the motto of, of kisses, I'm, I'm going to say it in, in, in Yoruba, and I will say it, and I will, of course, tap it in English. You know, they were crying, they were kissing, three of them, all of them were crying. Oh, they were sobbing. Oh, don't let us go, don't let us go, don't let us go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't crocodile tears. They were actually fully committed, both of them, in fairness, to the cause. But kisses have this motto. Tabansuku Kamariro. The motto of kisses is we should be seen clearly, even though we are crying. Uh, uh, we should be seen clearly. Even though we are crying, we should be crying that because of crying we are not saying no, no, no. We should be seen clearly. Verse fourteen. And again, Naomi. Now, now listen to this. And again, they all wept together. And Opa kissed her mother-in-law goodbye. They wept together. Oh, I really don't want to go. But if you insist, eh, Mama? If you insist. I will be going, I'll be going to my people. You really don't have anything for me, you know? I wasn't thinking straight when I was following you. When I look at you now, you're an old woman. You cannot bump a key again. You cannot even if you bump a key. Mama, the key don't go grow now. When I go marry, yeah? Mama, you know what? I don't try for you. I don't try for you. I don't try for you, yeah? I don't try for you. I don't try for you. So, kisses, in the final analysis, while they are not betrayers, while they are not fair-weather Christians, as, you know, a lot of, you know, misanalysis of the scriptures have happened, you know, kisses are actually, when their eyes open to, uh, after the tears, are actually in for themselves. They are in for themselves. And again, they wept together. Opa kissed a mother-in-law goodbye. Now, but Ruth, I was say, but Ruth, but Ruth clung tightly to Naomi. Ruth clung tightly to Naomi. Don't marry a kisser. Marry a cleaver. Young men, young women, don't marry a kisser. Marry a what? A cleaver. If you marry a kisser, when push comes to shove, they are good people. They won't. They are not, you know, like betrayers or fair weather Christians. But when push comes to shove, they will take stock, and they will. They will find their level. I know. I've read what Ruth said in the NLT. Let's look at what she said in the KJV. Ruth, on the other hand, the cleaver, listen to what she said. Huge. And Ruth said, verse 16, entreat me not to leave you. Don't beg me to leave you. 
or turn from following after you. You have nothing to offer me. I know you have nothing to offer. I know you are old. But we have a connection. Oof. Our connection is beyond what I can get from you. Our connection is it's, it's, it's about where we are going together. Our connection is about Judah. Our connection is about our journey. The word of God is amazing. That is our connection. Our connection is about that place in Bethlehem of Judea where God has provided more for his people. Mama, we are going together. Entreat me not to leave you or to return from following after you. For whither thou goest, I, you know, I like, I like KJV, you know, whither thou goest, whither thou goest, I will go. And where thou lodgest, wherever, if you are sleeping and face me, I face you, I will lodge. Ah, thy people shall be my people. And thy God shall be my God. Where thou diest. Don't even think I am going to leave you. It is death that will part us. When thou, where thou diest, I will die. And there will I be buried. Strong. Strong. The Lord do to me. And more so, if aught but death part you and me. Let's read what the NLT says again. Verse 17 says, Wherever you die, the NLT, I will die. And there I will be buried. It says, May the Lord punish me severely if I allow anything but death separate us. When Naomi saw that Ruth was determined to go with her, she said nothing more. Huge. When Opa kissed Naomi goodbye, she was kissing Judah, Bethlehem of Judah, that place of bread, that place of abundance, the place of more, goodbye. She didn't know. She didn't know. But when she was kissing, Naomi, so when Opa kissed her mother-in-law goodbye, she kissed her destiny goodbye. She didn't know. She didn't know. And if you look at the life of, of Ruth and this journey of Ruth, and if you continue to study Ruth, the whole word will stand up clear about Ruth. In fact, about all the ladies, all the ladies in Jesus' genealogy. Again, I don't want to get ahead of myself if we are doing a series on that. I'm not sure yet. But one thing stood out in all the ladies in Jesus' genealogy, and that is grit. It was a grit. Those ladies, every lady that will make a mark must understand her purpose in God and stay there with grit. Stay there with grit. Huge study was done and they found out that the number one determinant, and this is big, 
The number one determinant, if you're a parent, you have to train your children. You have to train them because grit is not a gift. There's no gift of grit if you check the scriptures. Like we were explaining at Thrive that the, the fruit of the spirits are components that when nurtured can make up grit, patience, perseverance, long-suffering. You know, like someone said, if, you're, if you run out of um, 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 patience, switch to long-suffering. When that fruit is developed, you become almost unstoppable. You actually become unstoppable because God will be on your side. You become unstoppable. That the number one determinant of success was not intelligence, was not talent, was not connections, was not giftings. These things are good. They're components of success. You know, greed is the number one determinant for success. Large survey done. They, were, they did them with billionaires, with millionaires, with successful academias, with the number one determinant for success is not intelligence, talent, connections, or giftings. As good as that is, is greed. Greed is the number one determinant for success. So if you need to train your children to be grateful, if you will, <laughs> you need to train your children to have grit, to have grit, to have grit. Parents, if you leave your children with, I was watching, you know, um, a documentary and a, a, a mother that has, you know, she was talking about financial planning and wealth transfer, you know, I, I watch a lot of those um, videos and documentaries. And the mother was saying how her children are millionaires. And she, she broke down the path to which, I mean, very laudable, you know, um, I mean, ideas that she was giving. And, and, and I learned a lot from it. But after the video, I said to myself, if you left those children, if you leave those children with hundreds of millions of dollars or tens of millions of dollars, and they don't have grit. They are coming back to zero. Because the world is brutal. That's, the world is brutal. So while it is good to leave wealth, inheritance, even good manners to your children, for your children, a good name for your children, please and please drill grit into them. Your children must have grit. They must have. So what's grit, Pastor? I mean, grit is, someone says, is the stubborn refusal to quit. <laughs> That's grit. That stubborn refusal to quit, that's grit. When things hit you, when life throws stuff at you, and you keep bouncing back, and you keep standing, you keep going. If you have grit, you, you, you will be unstoppable. Completely unstoppable. Completely unstoppable. Why? Because everyone that understands life, know clearly that things are going to get harder before they actually get easier. Things will get harder before they get easier. If you want to be wealthy, things are going to get tougher. You're going to go through the grind before it gets easier. Before it gets easier. In whatever endeavors that you, you, may, you may want to apply this to. Someone named John Othberg says, says this about grit. He says that over time, Grit is what separates 
fruitful lives from aimlessness. What keeps that sheep on course? Great, great. Another person says, and, 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 and this is so true, that many of us, we have dreams. We have, um, we have goals. We have visions. And that's fantastic. In God's every house, there are no small dreams. But get, guess what? Your dreams, someone says, and I, again, I agree, are on the other side of, greet, of your greet. Your dreams, the fulfillment of your dreams are on the other side of your greet. You will face monumental monumental obstacles. That grit to stay there like Ruth. I pray that you receive the grace to cultivate it in the name of Jesus. So you are made for more. You are made for more in God. Like Ruth, you are made for more in God. You can be Ruth to God. You can be Ruth to God. So many people when they are in Christ, they may believe us so to speak, they are just dating God. They are dating God. They are in for the good times. They are in for the good shows. They are in for the times that, you know, you know that uh, worship was fantastic. Oh, you know, we had a good time. But when things begin to get really tough, they bail out. The roots with God, they are married to God, if you will. We are not going anywhere. We are not going anywhere. Some young man came to Jesus. I mean, amazing, amazing story. He came to Jesus, Matthew 19. Very popular story. I'm sure you know this story, but I'm going to read it anyhow. It says, someone came to Jesus, a young man, with this question. Teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? Big question. Great men have asked this question from centuries past and even till today. Why ask me? About what is good, Jesus replied, there's only one who is good. But to answer your question, if you want to receive eternal life, keep the Ten Commandments. Jesus said, keep the commandments. Which ones? The guy was happy. You know, imagine I just kept his mouth shut. I just said to Jesus, you see, that's the problem. When you are sabi sabi, you know, you know, you, God will give you a levels. You think you know, I'll give you levels. He just gave you the one that, you know, you should be happy with. The man should have just kept quiet. Oh, thank you. By your grace, you know, I can make that happen. Guess what? That will be it for that. That man is set for life. But over Sabi, we don't allow him. This which one? The man asked Jesus. <laughs> and Jesus replied, you must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely. Honor your father and your mother. Love your neighbors as yourself. The boy said, I have obeyed all these commandments. The young man replied, What else must I do? Sabi, Sabi. Imana said, Obey commandments. Say, ah, thank you. Say, which ones? Which ones have I not obeyed? obeyed? Says, oh, Jesus even really thought. It must have been laughing on the inside. That is Jesus. The man says, what else must I do? Jesus told him, if you want to be perfect, you want A-levels, I'll give you. Go and sell all 
your possessions and give the money to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. But when the young man heard this, he went away sad for he had many possessions. He became a kisser. He kissed Jesus goodbye. Oh, this cleaving is costing me too much. Oga, okay? it's costing me too much. Mwah. And the man left. And the man left. Are you kissing Jesus goodbye? Are you, do you kiss God goodbye? When, when God says to you, this, my daughter, my son, do you, do you say, ah, oh, I can't, count me out? Or do you say, count me in? Count me in. If you check, all Jesus was saying to this guy is, Come close to God. That's all. That's all. The purpose of the commandment. In fact, Jesus summed it up. He says, I can break all the commandments into two things. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your strength and your might. And the second is like the first. Love your neighbor as yourself. So it's all about intimacy and connection with God. So, so, so Jesus was saying to him, all you need is to be a root to God. That's all. But you want to break it down. Let me break it down for you. You do this, you do this, you do this. Okay. The boy should have said, oh, wow. And embraced it. He still wanted to prove that he knows stuff. Then Jesus gave him levels. <laughs> Interestingly, Jesus didn't call him back. You know, Jesus didn't say, oh, come back, come back. Oh, my dear. Oh, I was just giving you. No, he didn't. You know, that's another thing with God. When you position yourself to know with God, then God will say, since you say you can see, then your sin remains. Are you a root with God? Are you a root with God? And God is saying to you today, you are made for more in me. I'm saying to you, you are made for more in God. Made for more in God. Also, we can apply this. The first we've applied it to God, to, to, to our faith. So also, we can apply it in marriage. You are made for more in marriage. There is more that God has made your marriage for if you are married. If you are not married, God has made you for more in marriage. If you, if you desire to get married. God has made you for more. God has made you for more. You are made for more. You are made for more. It's a huge, it's big. But you see, until you are a cleaver like Ruth, you don't get into the more that God has for you, in, even in marriage. Until you are a cleaver like Ruth, until whether you are male or female, it doesn't matter. Until you get to that point where you are committed to your spouse, regardless of what comes your way, you are committed to your spouse. You don't get to that place of abundance. You, the, the journey will be cut short with a kiss. You are going to kiss that person goodbye. You're going to kiss that situation goodbye. Many people are, are like, oh, no, I'm a cleaver, I'm a cleaver, I'm a cleaver. Most people are kissers. 
but they don't just have the right environment to be kissers. When the environment is right, most people will be remain loyal in Nigeria. Take them to Canada. <laughs> you will see that they are fantastic kissers. But they've been kissers all along. It's the same way with, with, with Ruth and Naomi and um, Opa. Opa has been kissed all along. Ruth, Naomi just needed to take her to Canada or to, to America. Just needed to show her, I don't have anything for you. You have a better life here. You have a, you know, that's all they need to see. They will kiss you goodbye. But guess what? They won't enter into the mall of Judah. They will not Bethlehem of Judah. They will not enter into the mall of what God has in store. All they get is what man has to offer. I'm praying that you become that Ruth. Remember I said, don't look at your spouse. Don't think, oh, I hope my spouse is listening. It's you I'm talking to. <laughs> it's you. It's you. Remember, until you become that Ruth in that marriage, the journey to more will be elusive. The journey to that place where God has promised. The Bible says, and Naomi heard that God has, 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 has had mercy and, 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 and released abundance to his people in Bethlehem of Judea. That place of more, she heard. And that's why the word of God would say in Genesis 2.24, Genesis 2.24, it says that, Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother. It didn't say shall a woman leave his father and his mother. God is very, very clear. A man leave his father and his mother and cleave to his wife. To cleave. Everybody say cleave. The man should be a cleaver. You, if you're a man, you are not to be a kisser. You're not just to, you know, to be a fair weather. You, yeah, go beyond fair weather. You're not just to... Check situations and make decisions, you know, that is, oh, once it's in my interest, that is it. A man is to cleave to his wife and they shall become one flesh. So cleaving is for both, both parties. I'm not saying, you don't say, oh, pastor, uh, is the only men that are supposed to cleave. <laughs> it's both parties. I'm going to show you women's own. But, you know, we are with men now. Men. You can't cleave if you have not, if you don't leave. So you need to leave. You need to leave your father and mother so that you can cleave to your wife. If you, you can't, of course, you can't still be, you know, oh, what did my daddy say? Oh, what would my mommy say? Oh, what would. No, that means you are not a man yet. Honor your father, honor your mother, but leave and cleave to your own wife. Do I get an amen? Pastor, what about us women? Show us our... Okay, your own is coming. <laughs> Psalm 45, Psalm 45, verse 10. It says, Listen, daughter. Everyone say daughter. Daughter. Listen, daughter. Pay careful attention. In fact, another translation says, O royal damsel, O royal daughter, listen, 
God is saying you are you are royalty, my dear. I value you. You are you are you are born in the palace. You, you are made for the palace. You are royalty. But listen, royalty. Listen. You have to be pampered. You have to be taken care of. But listen, listen, daughter. Pay careful attention. What did he say? Forget your people and your father's house. Mm. <laughs> That's your own root moment. Forget your people. Forget your father's house. Let the king, who is the king? Your husband. Let the king be enthralled by your beauty. You see, you, you, the king, the, the cleaving to the, cle to the king cannot happen when you are still trying to hook up. Oh, these are my people. Ah, this, these are my people that they have my back. Oh, these are my, this is my father. Oh, this is my mother. Oh, this is, you're not going to go anywhere. You need to forget about them and cleave to your king. He says, let the king be enthralled in your beauty. He says, honor him for he is your Lord. Small letter L, Lord. Your husband is your Lord. Small letter L, Lord. Jesus is the Lord of Lords. <laughs> so that loose small letter L, Lords, your husband is included. Says the pastor, yeah, is that is that is that Old Testament? People trying to separate the Bible. Is even in New Testament? Peter said, "You be like Sarah, whose daughters you are, who called her husband Lord." Check it out. Anyway, that's um, extra credit. <laughs> so we see here, you are you have been made for more in God. You have been made for more in marriage. But to be made to enter into the more in God, you need a ruthy heart. You need a heart that will say, where you go, I will go. With God, wherever it is. You need to have a heart in your marriage, where you go, I will go. If you are single, brilliant. Don't marry an upper. Don't marry a kisser. So how do you not do that, Pastor? You don't be an upper. Don't be an upper. If you are not an upper, you'll be fine. At least half of the equation is sorted out. Then pray that God will not, that God will bring you a root in the form of a man or a woman. It doesn't matter. That God has shown you that cleaving is on both sides. It's on, a, it's on both sides. It's on, it's on both sides. Praise the name of the Lord. So we see there's more in God. There's Room for more, made for more in God. There's made for more in marriage. And, you know, as we wrap things up, there's made for more in life. You are made for more in life. You are made for more in life. Be that person that is a cleaver and not a kisser. Go beyond the kiss, my brother, into the mix. Go beyond the kiss, into the mix. Go beyond the kiss. Into the mix, into the mix of that greatness in God. Go beyond the kiss. You know, I heard this statement and I've been chewing on it, you know, for a bit. And it, it really hit me when I heard it. And the person said this and said, People don't abandon people they love, they abandon people they were using. Oof. So if someone wants to abandon you, don't force it. They've been using you. They've checked their options now. 
they see that they are better off and or they will they can do without you and they would don't force it why do you want to continue to be used you don't well i don't you shouldn't people don't abandon people they love they abandon people they were using they were using you all along if somebody claims they love you and they can walk out on your, on your life no they, 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 they don't really love you they, you were a tool you were being used or maybe they, they thought they loved you but when they saw other options they said ah no no I don't I'm not really made for 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 this and and they were walking away on you and that's big but the Bible says that there is a friend that sticks closer there was a closer there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother his name is Jesus Proverbs 18 24 it says one who has unreliable friends will soon come to ruins that's that's the truth if you don't every everybody needs a Ruth and everybody should be a Ruth to the people in their lives if you are surrounded by uppers you're in trouble the, get, the greatest trouble you will have in your life will be caused by uppers or less. You know when I say uppers or less, I mean uppers or people that are less than uppers. Fair weather friends are not, they don't even make it up to upper. They are less. Betrayers are less. So if you are surrounded by uppers and less, the Bible says that such life will come to a ruin. It says, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. That friend is Jesus. That friend is Jesus. And God wants you to be the Jesus in people's lives. So it's easy for say, oh, it's Jesus, it's Jesus. But you are Jesus' rep in that life. You be that Jesus in that life. There is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. His name is Jesus. You see, let me tell you something. Jesus is the sweetest name that I know. Is the is the is the he's always just the same. Oh, praise his holy name. That is the reason why I love him so. Jesus is the sweetest name I know. Hallelujah. Jesus is that friend that sticks closer. Than a brother. I want to pray with you. You're like, Pastor, I've been made for more, more in God, more, more in marriage, more, more in life. I have been made for more. I need this friend that sticks closer than a brother. I need this friend that sticks closer than a brother. If that is you, wherever you are. Jesus, I want to commit my life to you. Put up your hand over your head. If you're online, put it up. If you're in the auditorium, put it up. That's all I need you to do. I'm going to turn it over to the RP now.